The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Willie Shah, your facilitator for ILO Braille, sponsored by East Bay Center for the Blind and supported by American Council of the Blind. I welcome you on this Thursday, October the 20th, 2022. Um, the third Thursday of a month. We have one of us, one of the participants who shares his or her experience with learning and using Braille and we call that person a pole star. <clears throat> pole star, you know, the star that guides you, gives you the direction to go. And the participant who shares his or her experience is a form of guidance for many of us, many of the listeners. So today's pole star is Dawn. Bill Push. I always keep wondering about the last name, Don. I don't know. You pay the bill and then push, but I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Bill Puck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so Don is uh, so fond of Braille and using it for all her purposes. And interestingly, she learns, she started learning Braille when she was six months old. And I believe her mom, who is with us, is a witness to this. And then, of course, Dawn, who, as most of us do, like to be very independent. And she uses a Braille in almost every aspect of her life. So I will not take too much time, but let Dawn share her experience. Over to Dawn. Okay. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank Feline for inviting me to be a pole star this month. It's an honor. And I want to thank you guys for having me on. Um, so like you said, I have been a Braille reader for almost 25 years. I was born blind due to septo-optic dysplasia, which just means my optic nerves never fully developed. I started learning Braille at six months old. Um, my mom taught herself Braille so she could teach me. She didn't have anyone willing to help her. And she didn't know about Hadley until I was two. Uh, when I was little, I attended Riverside, uh, my county's intervention program. And I had an amazing teacher uh, named Kathy Kremolt Sherry. Um, I then went on to attend public school where I used Braille. I used a Brailler until I was seven. <clears throat> then I got my first Braille note. I grew up with old Braille or English Braille American Edition or e eBay, <laughs> as some call it. Then in 2016, Unified English Braille became the new Braille code. My Braille note was also taken away from me two weeks from my graduation ceremony. I was pretty depressed for four years because I thought that I couldn't learn this new code or 
go to college without a Braille note because Braille has been such an integral part of my life. In 2020, I found out that I could use Braille screen input on my iPad. I started using that and loved it because that was one other thing that I missed about not having a Braille note was typing on a Braille keyboard. I started looking for courses I could take to learn UEB and I found Hadley's transitioning to UEB course. I started taking that in mid-September of uh, 2020 and finished in uh, February, 2021. Shortly after that, I started to take everyday reading in UEB course, um, also from Hadley. And I was blessed and honored to have Elaine Shaw as my instructor. And I also had the opportunity to learn from him in embracing Braille. And I am grateful to still be able to learn from him. And I love Braille. From March to November of last year, I started getting hard copy Braille books and magazines from the Ohio Library for the Blind and Print Disabled, which I'm sure there were times there was like 15 or so cartons and it probably drove mom and dad crazy, but I was happy. So I, um, in November, I received my brilliant BI40X as an early Christmas gift, which I really love. And I think, and I, you know, I think that was why dad gave it to me so that he didn't have to deal with running books to the post office anymore. <laughs> so it has allowed me greater independence, accessibility, and freedom. For instance, my reading choices are virtually endless with ebooks from Bookshare and Bard. And I can also have read periodicals from NFB Newsline and Bard. Most importantly, I can read everything in Braille, and that is the way I prefer to read. I can edit things like documents, messages, and emails independently, and no more having to have mom come over and help me navigate to a spelling mistake so I can correct it, for example. One of the main ways that it helps with accessibility is in conference calls. I can connect my display to my iPad, turn speech off, and not have the distraction of voiceover reading things such as chat messages while the speaker is talking. In fact, I, I have my e-reader connected to my iPad, um, and I'm using that in terminal mode right now. And I am actually reading this speech to you and and looking at my notes on my Brilliant BI-40X. I have also used the Brilliant to take notes during some conference calls I attended, including an ACB community call about free matter for the blind. In general, my Braille display has allowed me to be more efficient and productive. In May 2022, I received the HumanWare NLS e-reader, which I also really love. What I love most is its portability. 
I can put it in my purse and carry a library's worth of reading materials anywhere. I use Braille at home for a lot of things. One of my favorite things to do is read. I read anything I can get my hands on, including manuals. I read regular Braille books until sixth, sixth grade when I heard about Bookshare. After that, I started reading books from them on my Braille note. I started using BARD as well in 2015. I always had great reading comprehension. I read my first adult book when I was in third grade. It was called Along Came a Spider and it was by James Patterson. In fourth grade, I was reading at a ninth grade reading level. I also use Braille to keep organized. I use a Braille labeler for things such as my CD collection. Another one of my favorite things to do is listen to music. And I have a little over 200 albums. I have, if I have more than one album by an artist, I will label it with the artist's name and the title of the album. I also keep records of things such as phone numbers on three by five cards. I keep them in a card filing box and all the dividers are labeled. My microwave also has Braille on it, so I can use it safely and independently. Several other ways I use Braille include making cards for family, labels on my stove, and to keep up with current events. I use Braille in various ways in school. When I used a Brailler, mom would stay up until midnight transcribing my assignments so that they could be graded. Braille helped me complete assignments and take tests. When I started using my Braille notes, I'd type up my assignment or test and I'd print it off for the teacher to grade. In junior high, I started typing my assignments and tests up and emailing them. Braille also helped me navigate my junior high and high school. I learned what the room numbers for my classes were, and I used the Braille plates to know if I had reached a room. I was a reporter for my high school's newspaper for three years. I researched stories. I typed up interview questions and stories. I set up in interviews and even took notes during interviews using Braille. I was a student aide for two and a half years in Foods One and child development classes. I really loved that. And I used Braille for labeling drawers and cupboards in the kitchen area of the room. So I could know things such as which drawer contained the silverware just as the other students could. Plus I had a full set of Braille measuring utensils. Any group that I worked with, they didn't need to worry about conversions. Uh, my aspirations are to live on my own and attend college to study to become an English teacher for high school multiple disability kids. I plan on taking my general education courses at Edison State Community College. And then once all that's said and done, transferring those credits to Wright State University where I'll be able to focus completely on my major. Braille will play a major role in helping me achieve my goals. When I'm in college, it's going to allow me to do things such as complete my assignments and take exams. And it's gonna help me seek and retain employment and do other job related tasks when I eventually do enter the workforce. And Braille is going to help me live independently because it will allow me to stay organized and pay the bills and, and <laughs> with necessary evil and label things. 
such as appliances and food products. So that's <laughs> that's kind of my history with Braille. And well, once again, I just I just want to thank you guys for having me you on. You covered a good distance. Uh, you said that Braille <laughs> helps you to pay your bill. No, it's going to help. It's going, it's going to, to help, help when I do live in my yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, do you know how, uh, because when you pay your bill, you do it, you do uh, on computer, right? Um, I have heard of some people who do get bills in Braille. I actually went to a call um, a couple of weeks ago and somebody, she was just starting, she had started to kind of learn Braille. And um, when okay. she was first starting out, she uh -huh. got her electric bill in braille and she that was one of the ways that she practiced reading it so <laughs> yeah she wanted to see how much the bill was going up for firsthand with her own with her own two hands <laughs> oh okay okay so, interesting <laughs> yeah. yeah and that and that was in the uk but i have heard that i think you can get them um in braille request them in braille um but even if i do pay it on the computer i can still hook it up to my display and just exactly into yeah that. Oh, so even if way, you do I'll it by it. yeah good so even if you do it by computer you'll be still using braille display and double check the amount that you are paying correct oh yeah yes correct right and did you say that your first braille teacher was your mom uh yeah she uh -huh. um she taught herself braille um okay and she so that she could teach me how to do it mm -hmm. uh and read it there wasn't and like i said there really wasn't anyone around that was willing to really help her so she just she just took the bull by the horns and just said okay um i'm gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> i okay. i gotta give her credit for i give her credit for that much she she found out hey your daughter can't see and she just said hey you know what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do what it takes to make sure that she gets a good education and to make sure that she can have whatever opportunities that she wants. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank you so much, Don, for sharing your uh, life story with Braille and uh, <laughs> suggesting several ways of using Braille. A couple of things you mentioned. Some of our, uh, some participants may not know. I believe they do. Uh, Bookshare, particularly Bookshare is more uh, used in the United States, but it is available all over the world. So yeah. friend from Macedonia here, uh, uh, I would like to hear from her if she knows about Bookshare. Okay. And okay. Uh, we, you, you know, you did a good job. 25 people heard you. So that's an interesting thing. All right. Mm -hmm. We'll now let people raise their hands. We already have one hand up. So oh. Abraham will announce. We actually have more than one hand up. We have, Whoa. I think, five now. And that's Whoa. in Zoom. Um, we may have more in Clubhouse. Yeah. And Not I, yet. if anybody has Not questions yet. Okay. about Bookshare, if anyone has questions about Bookshare, um, I can't answer. I can't speak for anything internationally, but. Um, I could answer um, in the U.S. So, yeah. So, if anybody's got questions about that, I'm more than happy to answer as best I can. 
Okay, we have Jane Teleno. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, first? Jane Teleno, yes. Yes, Jane. She often has unmuting problem unmuting herself, so oh. um she was the first person to raise her hand uh, um <laughs> even before you started speaking. Um <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Next, we have Calandra. Calandra, yes. She might be on the phone. Let's see. Yeah. Yes. But her phone is still muted. Yeah, it's muted. Yeah, here we go. Yes, Calandra, go ahead. Um, I love uh, your presentation, Don. It was wonderful. I wish I had a thought of learning Braille at that age, but. I didn't know anything about it till I got older. When you were learning Braille, did you have any favorite books that you like to read, such as The Cat in the Hat or any other uh, different books? Um, yeah. That sparked your interest? Yes, Don. Did you get um, the question? Yeah. Uh, I heard the, I heard the last, I missed the last part. What was it? that she said that, what Sorry. books did you read that you know your favorite books oh, that yeah. Sparked, yeah what I mean by <laughs> is you know that got you interested you know had something to oh. that really uh really got you interested in reading um well i can tell you um i i can tell you i could go on and on about this particular talk this particular question um and my mom um she read to uh um she read to me when i was a kid she also read to my two um brothers <coughs> so um what I did my favorite books. Um, I did look, I loved Stand Back, Said the Elephant, I'm Going to Sneeze, and uh, Jenny <laughs> B. Jones. Oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was great. I still have the book. Um, I still have the book. It's sitting on my bookshelf right now. Um, I love Jeannie B. Jones, uh, Ramona, Ralph S. Mouse. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. I loved it. The books that got me interested in mysteries. Um, were the Jigsaw Jones and the A to Z mysteries. And I started reading those in second grade. So I've been a fan of mysteries and um, related genres and sub-genres since yeah. second grade. So, <laughs> Well, um, I'm going to go so other people can get on the line. But thanks. Nothing. I, I'm sorry, Calandra, I'm sorry, what did you say? Yeah, I, I'm going to have to go so the people can ask their questions. Yeah, okay. so we'll go to the next okay. person now, okay? Um, Thank you, Calandra. Jane yes. can't, if Jane still can't unmute, we have Lori up next. Yeah, Lori is next, yes. Hi, Lori. Hi, am I unmuted? Yes, yes, you are. Great. You're okay. welcome. Thank you. Uh, Don, what a great presentation. And I have a comment and a question. My Perfect. comment is I receive all of my bills in Braille. I have my bank statements, my visa <laughs> statements, my phone bills, 
and my electric bill. And I have set up automatic um, payment from my bank account. So I don't need to even go, you know, once I know the amounts, I don't even have to do anything. Uh, the, the bank uh, takes, uh, the, the, the payers uh, take the deductions directly from my bank account. And so it's really easy to, uh, you know, keep an, keep organized and to uh, have all of my bills available and, and to not have to fuss around on the computer to make the payments. Um, so my, my question, though, is it sounds to me like um, you have done a lot more reading on refreshable Braille displays than in hard copy. Um, and if I'm correct, when you started receiving hard copy, was that a big change for you in terms of how you felt about reading and which do you prefer, uh, refreshable Braille or hard copy? And thank you for your answer. Okay. Oh, great. And so, uh, Lori, uh, another name of Lori is organizer. She's oh, yeah. a great yeah. organizer, <laughs> as, I, as far as I know. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, you can answer her question about refreshable Braille and hard copy. Okay, yeah. So those are really great questions to begin mm -hmm. with. And second, yeah. um, it... It did kind of, it did change things, but in a way I was kind of just like, because I had been without Braille for a while and it just, it felt really good to be able to pick up a magazine or a book and read it again. And just, it felt really good to just not have to sit and listen to a book anymore or not be limited on what I could get my hands on. And to me, I don't care what format a book is in. If it's an accessible, I'm going to get it. Or if it's on Kindle, I'm going to get it. And to me, that, that was kind of the big thing. Now, as in terms of what I would prefer to do, I prefer to read on refreshable Braille displays. Um, one of the main reasons is for portability. And also you have a lot more, you have many, many more choices in terms of what you can get and, you know, just everything in general, you have so much flexibility on, on your reading and being able to take, like I said, you put that e-reader in your purse and you can take a library's worth of material with you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> so that's kind of my thing. Hey, thank you. Oh, interesting. Uh, but uh, I, I personally, I find uh, a hard copy more portable and uh, I'm more comfortable taking it anywhere and read it on the bus and car and, you know. Uh, yeah. Can you do yeah, that uh, with the uh, Braille display? Can you do it with a Braille display? Can you read it while traveling on a car or a bus? Oh, oh yeah. Um, I have yeah. been in I've been in the car a couple of times with mom and dad and stuff, and we've been driving mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. And either I'll be reading or say I hear a great song on the radio and I want to type up some lyrics from it that I heard so I can look it up when I get home. I will do that too. So you can still do that. And it's going to be a lot. I think you're, it's going to be a lot easier than trying to carry around hard copy books. I will say though, when it comes to manuals and things, some things I do still prefer in hard copy braille if I can, but when it comes to books and magazines and everything else, I generally like to try to keep it 
on a braille display or on a thumb drive. Great. Okay, we go to the next. Next, we have Linda Pekoski. Yes. Linda Pye. Linda. Linda Pye is here. Yes. <laughs> Dawn, I, my hat's off to you. You have a great, great story, and you are, you go, girl. Well, I have, mm. I have a question. I have actually, I have two questions, if I may. Oh, that's good. We we need more questions. Go ahead. Okay. How yeah. does one teach a six-month-old to read Braille? <laughs> I, your your mom is is as amazing as you are. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm going to let mom kind of talk a little bit on this too, if it's okay with you, Belene. Um, you can feel free to unmute too, mom. But um, she taught me um, basically how to. So I did it with flashcards. Yeah. Hmm? Sorry. I cut the top corner off so she <laughs> could tell if it was right side up or not. Wow. Oh wow! Uh -huh. yeah. That's how she. That's how she taught herself too. Believe it or not, she made flashcards for herself too and did that. But a six so, months, six months old, yeah. barely speaks words. So how mm. how did you feel Good. Braille and how did you read? Um, when I was teaching her, Dawn actually was talking at six months old. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was ahead of the world. Okay. Yes. Um, I the first thing I taught her was which way to hold it right side up. And then mm -hmm. I just let her kind of feel and play with them too to get used to them. Mm -hmm. And then I started teaching her that each flashcard was a letter. And I taught her the contraction at the same time I taught her the letter. Oh, my God. And she <coughs> six loved months, books. A yes. six-month-old learned contractions? Yes. Wow, amazing. But right, Linda? In school, in spelling, I made her learn to type the whole word out so she knew how to spell it too. Mm -hmm. Terrific. Amazing. Amazing, no, Linda? You know, Dawn, you must never have not known Braille. Do you know that's, what I'm saying? Yes, that's <laughs> what it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. My other question is totally different. Yes. When you write a paper in Braille for a teacher, can you print that out in text? Do you have that? Do you have software to be able to do that for you? Um, yeah, what we did was when I had the Braille notes, um, I would print out the paper by hooking it up to um, the printer via USB. Um, so it would be done that way. Um, but it was it came out in text, right? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, it came out in text. Wow. And when I did that, um, when I was doing it that way, and then when I went into the digital age and started emailing stuff, yeah. the teachers could print it out. And what I did was, when I attached it, it would ask me if I wanted to convert it to a Microsoft Word document or TXT or just you know any different text types yeah. of file. Yeah. And I would always choose word because that was, mm -hmm. that was unanimous. Um, so 
it would attach a copy of that document to an email. Mm-hmm. And then I could send that document out to my teachers and then yep. they could read it on their screen. They could print it off. They could do what yep. they wanted or needed to do with it. Right. God, technology is wonderful, but you, <laughs> yes. you, you can really take advantage of it. And I am so glad for your poll star presentation. This was great. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Linda. I think young people use more technology. <laughs> yes. Speak for yeah. yourself, Elaine. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you know, because Dawn has a long future ahead, and it's good that she's using technology. That's what I mean. Yeah. This certainly is, but some of us okay. old folk are perfectly happy with technology, too. So, <laughs> yes. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, I was born in the 90s back when stuff wasn't really. So, when I was growing up, it really wasn't as prevalent as it is now. I mean, yeah, there were brownlicks and things and, you know, but now it's, it's amazing how much stuff has changed in 15, in 10, 15, even 20 years. Yeah. Before we go to the next one question that comes to my mind is, did, when did you know that there is something called print world? Because you were like born with Braille. Yeah. So when did you know that, oh, other people use not Braille, but the print, you know? Right away, I taught her. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. that way, she didn't feel different. Oh, okay. Oh. I see. Yeah. All right. We go to the next person then. Um, the last person on Zoom so yeah. far is Beth. Yes. Okay. I have, um, I have a question first. Um. What uh, contraction was difficult for you to learn? And yeah, yeah, that, that's also um, what, what they taught me in spelling is, is you braille the, uh, contra- the braille way and then the print way to, you know, learn to spell the words. So how, how, what contraction was diff- most difficult for you? Uh, I would say the two contraction and the was and the his and well, what it used to be too is by. Um, I just, I eventually ended up just giving up on them and just never used it because I could never remember it. I could never get it. So I just never used them. Those, those couple. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now that UEDs come around, it's, for some reason, I feel like I end up using was and his uh, a lot more now. I don't, I can't really explain why, but <laughs> I, I think it just clicked. That's the only thing I can think of. So no more problem with was and by, correct? With uh, yeah, was, was is no problem. Uh, by went, by said Goodbye when mm-hmm. UEB came into came into the fold. So <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, do we have uh, people, uh, you know, having their hands raised in clubhouse? No, not at this time. No, you um, you, you know, right? Okay, okay. Uh, so, Dorothy raised her hand in oh. Zoom. Okay, great. Okay, go ahead, Dorothy. Hello, Dawn. Hey, Dorothy. Oh. How you doing? Now everybody I, knows you, Dorothy. I'm, 
I'm doing good. Dawn, thank you so much. You know, I don't know if there are other people in the room that are only about five or six years old in Braille, even though maybe elderly like me. But uh, I'm so impressed by your knowledge. Your mom was so smart to start teaching you really early. I'm so impressed by both of y'all. And I feel like that you have so many things that you could teach others. So, you know, maybe you're, and and in fact, when you were saying that you were going to use Braille to pay your bills, I actually thought you meant get a job using Braille uh, to pay your bills because you're you're amazing. I think uh, that you could have a career using Braille. Uh, Thank you. So I I just applaud you so much, Don. Thank you for presenting today. Welcome, Dorsey. (laughs) And yeah, and I, I do appreciate that. I do appreciate the vote of confidence because me. And math have never clicked well in in school. We never clicked well at all. So, <laughs> so I Let might get a little frustrated. Well, well, and you know the thing is, is uh, all of us have an area, Don, that we're not as good in as as uh, other people are. And mine would definitely be technology, <laughs> um, and it, it's it's difficult to learn technology when you're losing your sight as opposed to how you learned it, you didn't know otherwise, see? And so it's very different. And so I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your positive feedback, Dorothy. We we need it. Okay. I encourage participants to ask questions. We have plenty of time left. Yeah. And, uh, uh, if you would like to ask or know more about uh, Braille, about Dawn's uh, uh, interest in Braille or anything else, you may share your comments, your observations and questions. So you're I, most welcome. Yeah. I read Braille. I Basically, what I do, I use and read Braille from the time I get up to the time I go to bed at night and close my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> And then I get up in the morning and I use it and the cycle repeats itself all over again. So okay. um, we have a couple of more answers in Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first is Juan. Yes. Juan Medina. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Juan. Hello. Um, yes, there you go. Juan. Yes. And um, good job on the presentation. I really liked it. I've been playing. I'm like you. I've been playing all my life. I was born in '86, actually, so I know about the um, pretty much the same stuff you you um, did. And it kind of reminds me of like my mom. My mom was the same way. I'm the <laughs> oldest, so um, being blind and and my mom, you know, my mom was really young when she had me. So you know, being blind, me, and then my mom being a teenager, and then you know. She had to teach herself also um, how to read Braille, and a lot of people had helped her out. Um, but it was really hard because, you know, the early 90s, it didn't have Facebook or Internet yet. And, yeah. yeah, so, and I learned at the age of three, so. But I don't know the unified stuff. I heard about it, and I'm like, oh, forget it. 
but uh, but I like the regular <laughs> Braille better. But I, I I still know Braille. Um, I don't have anything labeled in Braille. I use the bump dots right now, but um, but I still like it. I still like Braille. So, Juan, I'm gonna encourage you. Um, I did. I like old Braille better myself. I do. I, I'm yeah. Not but I am going to encourage you to learn UEB because mm-hmm. everything that you're going to get, including any magazine that you get or textbooks, anything that you're going to get, that uh-huh. is what it's going to be in. And I can tell you, um, when I received a publication, I received something in UEB and I looked at it one day and I said, oh my gosh, I can't even read this. And then... I, I can tell you the change when I got my first Braille book, my first hard copy Braille book and UEB and I opened it up and I read it and it was, and it, it was an incredible change. I mean, just to, it felt so good just to be able to say, yay, I can actually read this stuff again. And <laughs> you know, that, that's honestly how I felt is, right. okay, I know this code and, and with each time I read UEB, that really gave me a boost and confidence, I think, too, is, oh, my gosh, I can do it. So I'm going to highly encourage you to check out learning UEB for yourself. Yeah. yeah, I'll check it out. Does that include the number changes and everything, too? Like everything changes? Uh, yeah, that yeah, that includes everything. So you have the nine contractions mm-hmm. that, that got wiped out or that got deprecated the number changes and I I'll tell you one thing too from one user from one reader to another I still kind of consider myself a noob a little bit um but I will tell you there are some things it is going to be hard to get used to a little bit and sometimes I do still have to sound things out in my head or out loud a little bit so don't be ashamed ashamed if that's what you have to do sometimes sometimes that's what you're gonna have to do and I got a feeling that I'm always probably going to be doing that off and on (laughs) <laughs> okay let me well, add I definitely i'll definitely yeah. take that advice thank you so much good and let me add something juan ueb is barely five percent different from old braille and okay. you like old braille because you that's what you learned first if you had learned ueb first probably you would have liked ueb more than old braille that's just yeah. psychology but it's right. just barely five percent different Particularly when you want to read UEB, there's no problem. It's not a great difference. If you have to write, there are different, some rules are different, not all. So that's the different Mm. thing. You know, when you read, you don't have to worry about the rules, how to write it. Yeah. So reading (laughs) UEB is is as simple as reading old Braille. Of course, I don't like some of the symbols they use, like parentheses. But... You oh, get used to, to that. You know, we don't have a choice to decide which one we like. We just have right. a choice to read. And once again, I mentioned this before also, that UEB is not a big deal. It's, it's not much different. It's barely 5% different from old Braille. Okay? Yeah. So okay. I also encourage you to learn UEB if you have not learned yet. It won't take... No. It won't take more than a month or more than two weeks to learn. It's not a lot. Okay. No. Okay. Well, thanks for the encouragement, guys. I appreciate that. I'd be happy to. Yeah. I'd be happy to give you some help. 
um, if you need it too, Juan, I'd be happy to do that. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I will tell you, I will tell you kind of a little secret thing. So like if I'm doing something just for myself, sometimes I'll write it in old braille sometimes just because it's for me. It, it's not right. You know, <laughs> who's going to know? <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Yeah. So good. And are are you part of the are you part of the community calls? Because I was gonna say I can always do the I can also I can also email the ACB community and ask for your email. Cause I have to do it through them in order to gain contact with people. So like, are you part of the ACB um, emailing list? Yeah, I am part. Of, yeah, I am part of that emailing list. So if you want to send an email to that um, and tell them that um, they have my permission to to give that out to you. So you can, so you can come in and you got questions and okay. you can, and I'll, and I'll do the best I can to answer them for you. Okay. Thank you. Hey. Thank you, Juan. And uh, you. we have at least two more hands up. That's good. Yes. We got Beth up next. All right, Beth. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what was I <laughs> like, like when you, when you started Braille, <laughs> Um, how long did it take you to like really be a fast, like, like proficient, like the the speed? Because I know, like, when I when I started, I was really slow, and and I think the teacher was disappointed in in both of us. I I, I read, and um, a friend was with me. We we read like this. That was in first second grade. So, but. But I know when I started, I was really slow. So, how long? How long did it take you to really get your speed up? Um, <laughs> it took me. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it, it took me a little. I'm not really third sure. Third grade. Yeah, third. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 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 I, I wish that the bro books like, like if I if I want to exercise, I want to read. Because some people do that, but the Braille books are so like cumbersome, and I I tried to mm. put one on <laughs> while oh. I was riding the bike, but I yeah. just can't do it. I I because some like the sighted people, you know, they can read print when they're exercising. I <laughs> yeah, they have it so <laughs> easy, don't they? <laughs> huh? They have it so easy, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bye. Fifth grade, they stopped testing Dawn because she was already at a high school level in college. Oh my! At fifth grade. Yeah. Wow, that is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we were in the um. I don't know if you had this in school, Beth, but um, we were in the AR, the Accelerated Reader Program, and they and and Mom pretty much kind of was like, hey, uh she you guys can stop testing her because it's obvious she's got good comprehension so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because when I first saw UEB um was maybe more like 2018 2019 the the um I didn't even know that there was such a thing as UEB and the signs seemed kind of weird and that's when I decided to learn with um first Danette and then with uh Valine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say those symbols do seem weird at first when you look at them. And then sometimes I was doing a double take when I was looking at the course books and when I was trying to do the assignments and I was looking at stuff and I still do double takes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So don't, do not be ashamed of that at all. Beth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's fun though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, we have Lori up next. Hi. Um, Hi. I don't have a problem with reading UEB, but hmm. the issue for me is uh, with with the Braille displays entering like entering the web address and you know exactly what symbols do I use and do I need to oh. put, do I need to put a, a letter sign in front of the letters and oh, and yes. that's where I really have problems on both my uh, e-reader from the library and I, I recently got a Braille Sense 6 and that's also a little difficult because uh, they, they want some some things you can enter in UEB and so you have to remember there was an exercise about using the word rabbit and I had to oh. you know type BB not lowercase b like I'm used to for rabbit and you know you, you had to really it, it, you had to be really accurate and uh, yeah. reading it's okay, but the accuracy of entering it, I'm still getting there. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I kind of am a little bit too. And I'll admit, I have issues sometimes with the, the websites and computer braille stuff. That does trip me up too. So don't don't be ashamed of that either, because that that trips me up too. So <laughs> just have to keep it in mind that yeah, you got to do it right, Lori. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah it. I will admit that, yes, it is very confusing sometimes. Okay. Did it answer your question? Oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. I was more really a comment. <laughs> yeah. Getting some, yeah. Getting some support for my inaccuracies. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Let, let me tell you one thing, Lori. You're not alone. We all no. face that problem. Yeah. No, yeah. you're not. The entry. Yeah. If but, there's one thing I can impress it, upon people, it's A, you're not alone, and B, don't give up if you're struggling to learn Braille. Don't give up because th- this is going to change your life in so many ways. And yeah, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be insane. But you are, once you once you read it and learn it, you're going to be doing a lot of things with it, even if it's just making your shopping list in Braille. In a way, it's good that we got rid of computer code, CBC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to learn two different codes now. Yes. Just one code UEB and that covers everything. Yeah, I can remember um, there were a lot of times, especially when I would be doing math stuff, if I didn't put it in computer braille, oh my, it would translate everything into gobbledygook and it was it it was mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um we yes. have Dolan with the raise hand. Yes, Dolan. Anybody in the clubhouse in the meantime? Yeah. No, no hands right now. No, no hands up. Okay. Everybody's using Zoom, I think. Yes, Dorlin. Uh, hi, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you, Don. I really enjoyed your presentation. Um, just learning your story. And I love how much you love Braille and what an advocate you are for it. And what a testament to how kids should get started as early as possible on Braille. Um, it's just very cool. So thank you. Um, 
and then I do, well, I have a comment and then a couple questions. Um, good, good, good. Go ahead. Yeah. So for anyone who is trying to transition to UEB from um, the older code, there is a book available on BARD called the ABCs of UEB. And it's um, specifically written for those who are trying to, um, you know, learn the new code, but already knew um, the old code. And I believe it's the seventh chapter is specifically on like email addresses and the things that used to be done in computer code, but um, that are now done using UEB. So, oh. Um, and that's something you can download via BARD. If you've got an e-reader or anyone who wants to take advantage of the Braille on Demand program, you can also get that one sent to you in hard copy. Um, so that's just something for people to check out. Um, oh, good. Thank you for sharing this resource, Darlene. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. I, it was the first Braille on Demand book I requested, and I... <laughs> <laughs> it's tad dry, yeah. but um, it's 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 cool. It's a good resource, I think. Um, but no, actually, I'll share here. Yeah, I, I was so curious to read and uh, know about UEB, and that was the first thing I read: ABC of UEB. And I, I kind of, you know, I was so eager to know because I was supposed to write the course later on. So I need to know. I said, okay. That helped. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Good. Um, well, and so back to Dawn and maybe something a little juicier than uh, the ABCs of UEB. Um, those, I think you called them Jigsaw Mysteries? Um, yeah, Jigsaw Jones. Jigsaw Jones. Okay, thank you. Because I'm looking for kind of some elementary school reading to advance my Braille per, like reading speed. And so, and I love mysteries. So that sounded cool. I'm going to look those up. Um, yeah. You can look, you can look up the A to Z, A, Z mysteries also by Ron Roy. Those are all, those are also really good too as well. I read those too and it got me started. <laughs> Cool. There's nothing like reading a good mystery to make you want it to read the next line and propel you yeah. together. Um, yes. Right. I, I think you and I could have some fun talking about books, but. Oh, yeah. Um, my final question for you, though, is um, do you happen to know about how many Braille words per minute you read? Hmm. Good uh, question. It seems like a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> Did you ever was... measure? She was tested, but it was about 10 years ago, and she mm -hmm. read 90 words a minute. 10 years ago. So it's yeah. now better than before. Yes. Right, Dawn? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So someday yes. you may want to check, you know, how many <laughs> words you can read per minute. 300 yeah. words is uh, quite ideal. I yeah, bet you, I bet you're there. <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I'd love like to sit and talk books with you too, Dorlin, all day too. So <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, we have Barbie up next, and we have seven minutes remaining. Uh, okay, Barbie. Yes, yeah. so I think probably Barbie's question will be last. And anyway, she's the last one to raise her hand. Oh, Barbie. Hello. Hi. Everyone. Hello. And hi, Don. Your story is 
Your presentation is so inspirational, and your mom is so like ingenious in terms of being able to do that for you and to learn Braille. And I've just learned Braille, teaching it to myself, and I finished the level one Braille, and now I'm writing level one Braille. And I want to ask your mom, has she thought about using that ability to maybe help other little kids to learn Braille? Because always looking for ways to teach kids how to learn Braille. Thank you. And thank you for your presentation. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess um, I kind of cheated a little because we were kind of poor. So I only had three Braille books for Dawn to read. So she read them over and over and over again. And I think that that helped her learn Braille faster because she knew the words of the book. <laughs> wow. And it's Thank you. It's nice hearing your presentation. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Anything add? Don, you want to add anything more for a minute? Um, I think that teacher, I think that if you can have what mom also did too was um she got books um and she would sit and type them up and we had an embosser too. So she would type them up and then she'd print them up and then she would cut the, um, she would cut the print into strips and she would put the print strip on the bottom of the page. And then she'd put um, like packing tape on it. So that if I had problems, she could still read it too. Um, but that packing tape is also clear. So you can see it. Um, there's another thing I did this for my youngest niece. Um, Braille Institute does a Dots for Tots um, collection um, where you get a kit with an, with an activity and a book that goes with that kit and activity. So it is in print and Braille. The Braille is uncontracted. And um, I got that for my, for my youngest niece and she loved it. Um, the first book that I got her, it was Get Ready, Teddy. And it was about, you know, this teddy bear and he has to get up and and get ready to go out the door in the morning to go to school. So, I mean, it was complete with get out of bed and, you know, pull the covers up and just all those different things. And it even had little things in the book. There was even a little zipper part for the jacket. It was so cute. So that's another thing that I would suggest you do um, with teaching for teaching kids Braille and getting them exposed to it. Braille Valentines are another thing that you can do. We did that um, We did that in, high, um, in grade school when I had Valentine's Day parties in my classrooms. We did Braille Valentine cards from National Braille Press. And one of the ones that I can remember, we also send these to my nieces too, and they love them. One of the ones that I can remember doing is, it's a card that has a picture of a pizza on a piece of pizza on it. And at the top, it says, have a pizza, my heart. And it, <laughs> it's really cute. So um, they change them up every year. So every year they come out with a new set. So if that's something you're looking at doing too, I would suggest going and checking those out. 
Uh, the Braille Institute, Dots for Tots is free MVP. I don't know how much the Valentine's cards cost now, but I would take a look at that too. And oh, the Valentine yeah. card yeah. has a thing on there for print people to have to figure out what it says in Braille. It has a code mm -hmm. on the back and they have to figure it out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> All right. All right. So before we end this session, of course, I first and foremost, I thank Don and her mom. And I will, what, what's your name, Don's mom? Or shall we all just call you Don's mom every time? <laughs> it's Kay. Uh -huh. Okay. But yeah. I go by Don's mom too. <laughs> Okay, that will work for us. Thank you so much for both of you. Uh, a couple yeah, of thank announcements. You. <laughs> yeah. Now, next uh, Thursday, we will have Abraham taking you through the Braille drawings. So please bring your writing devices and papers. Keep them handy, and he will walk us through. So that Ooh. is about next Thursday. We are going to have interesting Braille drawings. And the following Thursday, November uh, 3, we are going to have a presentation on Braille Blaster. And that doesn't blast, but really <laughs> most interesting <laughs> is that Braille Blaster is a software like Duxbury. The difference is that the Duxbury costs you a fortune and Braille Blaster costs you zero money. So I love wow, anybody who cool. calls me zero. So let's know more about Braille Blaster. Our presenter will be Deborah Armstrong. So we'll be in the hands of Strong Arms on November 3rd. <laughs> uh, so don't miss that. I see that a few people joined later. Oh. And of course, it may not be convenient for them to know uh, or join in the beginning. But please try to come in the beginning so that you don't miss lots of interesting, informative, and sometimes even inspirational information. And if anybody has any questions, they can feel free to, I'm part of that ACB community email list. So if you email that, so if you email that communityacb.org, I am yes. more than happy to, I'm more than happy to answer questions and help people out and, and just do things when it, when it comes to Braille. So okay. okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, that will be so generous, so nice of you. And with that, I announce that, that today's session is over. I wish you all a Same good week time. ahead and good weekend. And I thank you everybody for joining yeah, today's thank session. You.